like to see people playing games around here with the computer system, adding all different kinds of neat treats for me to hurdle. Well, obstacles that I need to hurdle, I guess. Can't, we cannot be stopped. No, you cannot be stopped. <laughs> this is the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. My name is Freddie. I am the insignificant, significant one. I am the bad influence with the best intentions, the original sinner, the original dirty white boy. Over there in the corner, we have Dirty Derek kicking out some brews today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hello, Derek. Hello, Freddie. I got Dr. Johnny Blindside from the one and only Exit 190 Beer Deli down there on Main Street in Dixon City. Hi, John. Uh, happy October. Fest. Awesome, and of course, I got Backyard Billy in the What's house. Nothing like being fashionably late, Freddie. No, I'll man, definitely. Fashionably late, we were today, Billy, definitely. We'll talk to you a little bit about what we got going on at Backyard Ale House in wonderful downtown Scranton. A lot of cool stuff going on, and it's still not too cool or it is still real cool, I should say, to hang out in the patio at the Backyard Ale House. I stopped down a couple times this week. Um, pretty cool stuff going on there. Definitely excited. We have a very special guest with us. Hello, you will be Cher. <laughs> oh. No, that's an inside joke, man. Lee, how you doing today? Good good morning, beer drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Good friends with Billy over here. Derek, tell us a little bit more about Lee, or Lee could tell us a little bit more about <laughs> Derek. It's all good Ooh, either let's, way. Let's do that. Let's wow. Just drink the damn beer. <laughs> now we're going to describe each other. Blindside. <laughs> Blindside over there. He's shaking. Give him a beer, damn it. Oh. Well, this week we're doing, uh, in honor of the Oktoberfest kicking off in Munich, or München, uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of uh, Oktoberfest sampling here. We have a wide variety going from the German to a little bit more of the American, and you're going to be able to see a wide variety of uh, takes on this style. It's a very classic style, and Lee came in. Lee is the, uh, let's call him the local German beer expert. Right. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the best time of year, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it's the beginning of Oktoberfest in Munich, München. In the in the symbol of the Munchen is a monk, and that's where they monks started Excellent. brewing a lot of beer. Okay, but the Oktoberfest runs from now, and they just tap the keg at noon today. Yep. their their time. The mayor comes in, taps the keg. He says, "Obstoft ist." It it kicks off the Oktoberfest, and it starts in the Schottenhammel tent, and that hole is about five thousand. Mm. Six mm-hmm. six thousand people. That's a party. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a big party. It all yeah. starts there in that in that tent. Yeah, and about six million will go through yeah. each year. The total amount of and people go through. And there's it. only six brewers that are allowed to, uh, you know, serve their beer at the Oktoberfest. Maybe we will get into that a little bit later. Yeah, but. and they all have to have the uh, the Reinheitsgebot. They have to follow that to be able exactly. to, to pour exactly. there. So that's uh, the, the limitations on that. Yeah. So so we're starting off with with one that you know falls in there. We have the Eingers, the traditional German. We're gonna be able to see the differentiation between these as we get into some of the American ones. This is a, a German style. Uh, it, it has the Merzen Oktoberfest, which is kind of was one that uh, really kind of split, split, uh, played off one another. Merzen Oktoberfest were interchangeable for quite some time and uh, really fell in line with one another. And over time, because of the difference with you know how the American take on things, Oktoberfest and Merzen, you're gonna see some of the traditional styles are gonna say Merzen Oktoberfest. Other ones you're going to see just say Oktoberfest. Some are going to be with a K. Some are going to be with a C. You're going to have all these different things going on within it. But this is a, a traditional Meriton Oktoberfest. Very crisp, very smooth, perfectly balanced. You get a little bit of that hop bite from the noble hops, but it's not... Uh, I always feel weird when I say a hoppiness, because a lot of people interpret that as meaning an IPA, because that's the layman's uh, understanding of hop in a beer. This is nowhere near that. This is just a little bit of a spiciness. You might not even know that that's what the bitterness is coming through from if you're, unless you're, you know, really honed in on your palate. But it has a really nice balance within it. And the, the intent with all of these beers 
the way this style is brewed is it is meant to be drunk by the leader. So it's a very easy drinking. It does not fatigue your palate. Oh, shucks. <laughs> it does not fatigue your palate as an IPA would. It doesn't fatigue your stomach as maybe a sour would. And doesn't fatigue the brain as sometimes the Belgians will after some time. <laughs> so this is one you can drink lots of. It's very light, you know, five, six percent and a little bit of the high side. It's usually between five to 5.9, 5.8. Usually we're going to see a lot of these fall. Sometimes, you know, a little bit lower. But this that's generally where you're going to see it. But it's just a really easy drinking lager. A very great beer if, if to try if you are coming into this as a craft beer novice and haven't had any craft beers before. This is a great style to get you know easy transfer over from your light beers. And of all the German beers, uh, we were just talking about, uh, I tried a bunch of them back-to-back last fall and had them right in a row, and all the German ones, this has the most robust flavor. There's more yeah. flavor in this one. Yeah, a lot this of them is are the good, October that is... all other Octobers are judged, yeah. at least yeah. for me. Yeah, I agree. It, it's, yeah. Perfect. it's got more flavor. Yeah. Perfect style. Yeah, this is this is the benchmark for a lot of them uh, as they go out. You know, they, it's not one of the first ones, but it's just kind of become the benchmark like style. A lot of brewers try to emulate this if they're going for that traditional Meritzen style. They're they're trying to really emulate the Einger, but I mean, it has that great balance with everything within that. And that's what you want. You want this easy drinking. You don't have. There's a lot of flavors going on within it, but it's still relatively light. And that, that's the, the key with all these is it still has that light, smooth, crisp characteristic without uh, fatiguing anything too much. A football drinking beer. <laughs> a football drinking beer. It's definitely football drinking weather, I'll tell you that. I think they call it gateway beers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen to Mr. L.L. Bean over there. Oh, come on. <laughs> he's got, Look, he's you're got always, jokes like, today. Last week I was Velt and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was complimenting you, saying you've been looking like you're working hey. out on the Bowflex. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Right. I'm giving my buddy a compliment. I said Thanks, today, brother. you looked like you could have been a model. What well, is fall? Come on. Yeah, you yeah. Looked no. like you could be a model in an LL Bean catalog. <laughs> hey, That's a compliment, man. That is a nice compliment. Awesome. I'll tell you. You're liking this beer, though, Billy. I, I'm going to take you wherever I go. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Enough with the man crush stuff over here. Hey, let's yeah. talk about the beer, all right? Hey, well, you know, I have a, a interesting thought. I mean, wh- why why is the Marzen or the Martzen su- such a special and unique style? I mean, maybe Lee can cue us in on that, you know? Yeah, the Marzen, well, Marzen is brewed in March, okay? Mm-hmm. So in German, that's the German word for March, okay? And because a long time ago, uh, everything had to be lagered, and you really couldn't have good brewing weather in the summertime. Mm. So as the year progressed, uh, brewing ceased with the, with the Marzen, and guess when it was ready? In October, in September. Yeah, they would have to put them... This is pre-refrigeration, so it had to go in in caves to be able to sit for a long period of time. That's why they became interchangeable, because... As this style became available, it was during... The, the beer came after the Oktoberfest celebration started. So they kind of... That's when it trans, transferred into becoming the Oktoberfest beer. Yeah, there was, there was a guy named Anton Dreyer, I believe, from uh, Vienna, who basically perfected the style. I believe we have this written yeah. down. Check, check that <laughs> out. Oh, look, check it, there's like <laughs> notes here. Hey, Dr. Johnny wow. Blindside, do you have any index cards shoved up your uh, pant leg? No. We're taking notes. I should be taking notes. That's definitely what should be it's going on. It's all in the on. locker, Freddie. All in the locker. It is all Anton Dreyer. Is it? Okay, <laughs> I got that one. Right. Okay. Awesome. 
He had notes. Everybody else in the free world is Googling things right off the bat. Well, no, I actually, in the he weekend. He carries or, files around with him in the back in the, of his In car. the weekend or this week, I actually did a little write-up on the history of it. I was trying to remember. But, yeah, it was Anton yeah, Dreyer. Yeah. And then what developed the beer style that we know that made it uh, available to the masses was from the Spaten Brewery. That's who got a hold of it and really put it out there as a mass-produced style that, that people then became familiar with. Yeah. Definitely. And everybody's taking... Uh, Oktoberfest, very serious this year, man. They're very seriously taking care of um, everything that's going on. A lot of great celebrations going on, people going out, uh, the casino, all different bars and clubs. And what do you got going on? You got anything crazy going on, Billy, soon? Well, we have our we have our Fall Fest. Right. Uh, that comes in uh, uh, second week, in, oops, Columbus Day weekend in October. So it's um it's the backyard take on it. But it, that's traditionally, cool. it's, a, it's a little late for what would be considered a traditional Oktoberfest. But. I'm sure a lot of people dressed in LL being closed will yeah. be there too. Why it's not, awesome. right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's our take on it. We Good. we enjoy it. It's gonna so. be a lot of fun. Yeah, can't wait. Can't Good. wait either. That's the the funny thing. A lot of people uh, when they hear Oktoberfest, they think it's celebrated in October because we're American. Because yeah, we, we, and, we I, take and it actually, I, I will attest to being an idiot American. The first time I went to Germany was in October, and I thought, oh, I'll yeah. be there just yeah. in yeah. time. No, I won't. <laughs> you, you missed yeah. it. You missed it. Well, it was eleven months early. Yeah, this year it's over. <laughs> it's over October fifth. Yeah, it's, it starts. Yeah. To, yep, October fifth because yeah. it's it's sixteen days from the start. Yep. And today is the start of it, so you have sixteen days. It always ends on a, the first Sunday of October. Is how they. They line it up that and way. And it started so. as what the 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 it was the wedding, the it prince's was, wedding, and they, yeah. they made a big it was, it was a crown, big horse crown races. Prince Ludwig, who later on became wow. Ludwig the, the first, first. Yep. okay, of Bavaria. Keep in mind, Germany wasn't cool. united way back then. Okay, right. it was just the Bavarian province, and he married uh, Teresa from Saxony Hildburghausen. And they her name is Teresa, the, the the princess. They named the whole field after her. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where the Oktoberfest is. So it's called the Weissen because that's the it, it's it's named after Teresa. And the, the the locals call it the Weizen. Right, that's cool. So, how about Lee? Would be pretty cool for like a public television talk show, man, wouldn't he? <laughs> You'd be perfect for that, Lee. We should turn this into an NPR version uh, if, show. If well, Lee no, just had, time. if Lee had like a corduroy jacket right now, <laughs> oh, that would be perfect, man. He'd be perfect. We need a little fireplace I in the background. I think they have those at LLB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, boys. I'm going to cut you off right now. Clean some glasses or crack open some bottles. Pour some beers for the fine guys. Here in the studio today, it is the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. They're talking about a lot of cool different stuff, and we have this great giveaway we're going to have today as well. If you're paying attention in the second half of the show, this this is a beautiful, would I call this a mug? It's a Moskrug. A Moskrug! That, that is uh, the, the easy way to understand it. It's yeah. a liter dimpled beer mug from uh, the Spaten Brewery. This is what you see in a lot of traditional October A liter dimpled beer mug it's from a weapon. the Spaten yeah. Brewery. <laughs> it's it's a weapon what, or a workout tool. You know what? <laughs> Being from West Side, I thought the same thing there, yeah. Kennedy. Don't swing that, baby. I didn't want to say it, though. I didn't want to embarrass us anymore. Sure, so. why not? Not that there's anything to be embarrassed about in living in Westside. It's Westside rules. It's all on the Westside. It's the way it is. In this cool book, Tasting Beer, an insider's guide to the world's greatest drink. World's greatest drink, Derek. Oh, it, it, it's a fantastic book, too. Randy Mosier. He has a new one coming out. We're going to have him on the show in a few months as well. Awesome. Up, so. Good stuff. Taking a break, paying some bills, coming back with more Beer Geeks. My name is Ronell Turner. I'm currently at a car service for about the last five, six years. 
I live from paycheck to paycheck each week. I get paid, I have to go to check cashing. It's complicated. But I, I know that if I continue to make the right decisions with, with my money management, it would look a lot better in the future. There should be an easier way to manage your money. That's the thinking behind American Express Serve, a full-service prepaid account that helps you handle your money simply and affordably. Get same-day access to your paycheck with direct deposit and reload cash for free at over 27,000 locations, all for $1 a month and all backed by the 24-7 service of American Express. This is what membership is. This is what membership does. Get started with an American Express Serve card at CVS Pharmacy or Family Dollar today. Terms and restrictions apply. Go to serve.com for more details. Hey, fantasy football fans, football season is heating up. And who doesn't love the excitement of picking your team? It's probably the best part of the season. Well, get this. You can do that any week when you play in one-week fantasy football leagues at FanDuel.com. This is next-level fantasy football. Every week is a whole season at FanDuel. You play for real money, and winners get immediate cash payouts. There's no season-long commitment, so you only play when you want. Plus, you can play in fantasy football leagues for as little as $1. Nothing beats the excitement of living out a whole season of fantasy football in just one week. Every week is a chance to win big at FanDuel. And right now, FanDuel is giving you up to $200 free. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to $200. But hurry, offer ends this Friday. The only way to get up to $200 free is to go to FanDuel.com, click the microphone in the upper right corner, and enter the promo code FOOTBALL8. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, promo code football the number eight. Extra, extra. Ferk and Fall Fest is coming to Beer Boys in Wilkesbury September 21st from noon to 9 p.m. What the Ferk is a Ferkin, friend? It's top notch, you see? It's a cask with small batch beer, infused fall flavors, and Beer Boys is going to have four of them, plus over 40 different fall beers, on site sampling, hourly giveaways, and there's no cover. Sounds like it's going to be a real knockout. You bet. It's Sunday, September 21st from noon to 9 p.m. at Beer Boys on Washington Street in Wilkesbury. Use that snazzy internet contraption and visit FerkinFallFest.com for more info. I'm going to do that now. Play me off. Johnny. Geico presents Fan Mail to a Pig. Dear Maxwell, first off, I really enjoy your commercials about Geico's app. I watch them over and over and over. They make me both laugh and very hungry. Weird. Anyway, I just want to let you know how Geico's new claim status updates on the app really blow me away. Getting those updates makes me think of you. I'd like to thank you in person. Just send me your address. All the best, Big Bad W. Sure thing, Big Bad W. Uh, I got a pen. It's 802 Not Gonna Happen Lane. Claim status updates just a tap away on the Geico app. Quite the educational day here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour Sports Hub 102.3. My name is Freddie. I am the Grand Marshal in the Parade of Ill. We're going to kick off our second segment right now, celebrating Oktoberfest. Wherever you may be, wherever what's going on, everybody's got a hand on a dimpled, what's it called? A dimpled covered. Oh, I'm going to put your mics on, I guess. There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I didn't want to hear your voices yet. Wasn't ready for it, man. All right, a dimpled, covered beer canister. Moskrug, Moskrug. Moskrug. It's a large glass. How is that for him with a handle? This is, this is how you drink beer at the Oktoberfest. All right. It's only served in the Moskrug. And you see all the pictures of all the people raising them up there yeah. through the halls. Lee, I hope my ignorance does not offend you. I can tell you're quite a passionate man. The rest of the guys got used to it already. We're well used to it. All right, I just yeah, know yeah. why. I know you're serious. You're passionate about your beer and, you know, Oktoberfest and all this. You're getting a... Uh, um, high high praising today from these guys as far as um, 
high praise, I should say, as far as your knowledge of beer and Oktoberfest. So don't let my ignorance offend you. you got Everybody it. else is used to it. it. Everybody else doesn't listen anymore. <laughs> All right, whatever. But I'll make sure you listen today. Watch. <laughs> Oh, we're moving. We have now the uh, the Gordon Biersch. Now, this is the Fest beer. That's the other thing that uh, you're going to see. Some of these beers are going to be, you know, Oktoberfest with a C or with a K. You're going to see Meritzen, and you're going to see other ones that are called a Fest beer. They're basically all, with you know, brewed within that same similar style guidelines. There's differentiations. You can tell the difference between this and the previous one is the, the other one, more of a traditional. This has a little bit more of a hop, a little more of a crispness to it coming through, which actually I think the main difference to, to me, at least, I don't know how you guys think, but to me, uh, the American versus the, the traditional German, the Americans have a bit of a drier finish, and I mm-hmm. think that really comes through from the hops, but it just dries it out a little bit more. I mean, they, they all kind of have a dry finish, but this has the American version. And, and the Germans are more malty, a little yeah. bit more malty, nice, yeah. nice uh, smooth finish. That's what I was going to say, That yeah, yeah, overall. It's yeah. almost like the, the English and American IPAs kind of thing to do. Exactly, exactly. Malty yeah. and smoother versus a little crisper and hoppier. The, the key with this style is just really the malts, like dialing mm-hmm. in, the, having really good, high-quality malts with this, like the Vienna malt, giving a little bit of, of mouthfeel to it, that smoothness. With this one, what they did, now Gordon Biersch is a brewery that does all German styles. That's what they're known for. Um, they, they're, he's very, very adamant about it. Uh, Dan Gordon, the owner, is very adamant about being a traditional German brewery. He goes over there frequently, and that is all that they do. That I, I highly doubt, despite, uh, not, to, not to my knowledge, they have no IPA. They have nothing. Uh, they're not interested in doing anything outside of being a traditional German brewery in, in America. In San Jose, PA, or uh, California. <laughs> How do you say San Jose in German? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Prost. <laughs> a Spanish word through English and German, yeah. You know, it's funny. We were, we were talking off mic, but the, the, how this all came together was last week we were actually judging a, a homebrew competition and down at the Oktoberfest, yeah. and we were all judges. We were talking a, a Kolsch one, and uh, we're gonna be, it's going to be brewed by our good friends at Three Guys and a Beard. And uh, I guess they're going to have it on tap. I just found out this week at Cooper's, which is cool, too. So you're going to have a home brewer that, that, you know, was able to win a competition and get a beer. And now they're going to have it on tap and all these great things. And it's actually Ed who was actually on our show during our our mead feature. Ed came on here. And Ed's Ed's a great, great brewer. Uh, He won Cider Maker of the Year for American Home Brewers. And he does great, great meads. And his colch is you know, he does everything right. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and, and Lee won an award one of his ciders. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Tell I us got about the it, second place for a cider. How Congratulations. About yeah, thank you. The rest of us did not enter. <laughs> we just drank it and judged it. We, we judged. We sat on the sideline and judged. But I want to get that out. Some people aren't aware of that one going on. But, but no, with, with this, it's... Well, what do you guys think of this one? I mean, you, none of us have really had this one before, so... No, no this, is, uh, this is a new one for, for me. I haven't had this one before. Uh, it's a very dry finish on this. It is a dry yeah. finish, but uh, you know what? You could have another one of these. Yeah. Yeah. It's tasty. It's light. I think it ticks all the right boxes with that. That's the main difference you have with this. Like you get, it, has, it says Howler Tower, the main hops using this, and that really comes through. That little bit of spicy earthiness really comes through in this one. Um, you know, when people think of hops, and a lot of times they're saying with the IPA, they think of like citrus or flavors like that. There's such a wide variance of, of hop flavor that can come through in different beers. And with these, they're, they're using more of the noble hops which come out of the German area, and, and it's it's just more of a spicy, earthy tone to it. It's, it's much more of a toned-down hop, not really something you would put into an IPA as, like, an aggressive hop or anything because it's it's going to play more of a background note. That's kind of more what they're doing is, is to be in there for balance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
Now, I would say this is kind of reminds me of a, of a, it's a very clean finishing beer. I know you yeah. mentioned dry finish, but, but sometimes, you know, dry, w- what does that mean? Well, you know, there's nothing that lingers on the palate after you're, you know. It doesn't make you, you feel like you have to kind of lick your tongue clean somehow yeah, afterwards. Yeah, it like a, have that. a slick, like a slick yeah. feeling on your, on your. And this tongue. is one you could, you know, if you had a liter of this and, and went through it. You'd be good. Oh, I could go through you a couple of years yeah. of this and get schnookered again on a Saturday. <laughs> with, that big, Saturday. with that big mug, right? Hey. Oh, that's doubt. true. We have that. We could, Moss you know, no one's wanted yet. It's a Moss Krug. <laughs> you don't Lee, pick Lee it up, is, we're going to share it. <laughs> I'll tell you, he, he gives you a scathing look every time. <laughs> <laughs> every time we go to, uh, you, you know, every time we say it's a, it's a Stein or a, a, a mug. Oh, see? It's I knew a Moss, it. a Moss Krug. A Moscow I knew Krug. it. See, I knew it. My ignorance, my ignorance does offend some people. Well, guess what? I don't care. Bam. Well, wh- well, when you're toasting with that, That's you got to like make sure you you actually hit the bottom. You don't you don't. Oh, is that why it's always tilted up this That's way? That's exactly because you you don't. If you go head first, like you don't that. Do if you that. chip it, if you chip it, you can't yeah. drink it. Is that true? Is that true? If, if, you, if you chip the tops and you're, when you're toast, then you, you can't drink it. If you always chip you clink, the bottom, you clink the bottoms. If you chip your Ramstein, you're not able to... <laughs> Ramstein. <laughs> Ramstein. Yeah. If you, no, really. If you chip Nine. your Ramstein, you're not able to drink from it. Is that like a custom or something like that? It's showing a bloody lip. It's not really a custom. That's a safety procedure. Uh, kind of common sense. At, at the Oktoberfest, this is what they serve all the beer in. Okay. Cool. So you want a beer? Well, when you're at the Oktoberfest, when you want a beer, guess what? You have to be seated at a table. You can't be walking around and wait for the Fraulein to bring you yeah, a beer. Yeah, Fraulein. Now, <laughs> even to get anything to eat inside the tents, and the tents aren't really tents, they're buildings. They put them up every year. They take them down at the end of the show. There's actually a, a, a Vizen cam that you can watch online as they're constructing this. They start to construct the Vizen probably a month before it starts to happen. Everything gets up. As soon as it's over, it all comes down and it's turned into a field again. Wow. But your, uh, but your Moskrug now, when, when you go there, you have to be seated. And there's big, long benches. And I, you've probably seen pictures of them where in the middle of the tent, the band is up on the platform, okay, and they play a lot of music, German music, but a lot of American music also. Right. Okay, and, and they like to get into some of country western songs that we have. They really like that, and they like that song about Alice, Alice, who the... Is Alice, <laughs> you know, so they really like that. Like, but now when you're drinking out of the Moskrug, clink the bottoms, like we were saying, so you don't break them. I was there with my brother-in-law the first time. Cool. This is years ago uh, when the Deutschmark, before the Euro, oh, wow. was there. And we, we got hooked up with a couple Germans at a table. We started to drink, and we're all buying rounds. By the end of it, I drank nine Moss Krugs. <laughs> my brother-in-law had 11 because he bought the last round, and the two guys we were drinking with left, so he didn't want to let them go to waste. He chugged the two of them down, and I don't know how we got out of there and got home, but everybody was amazed that we actually found our way on the subway and back to where we were wow. supposed to go. Wow. So, yeah, so it's, it's a put the Vizen on your bucket list. You got you to gotta do it at some point. And it's and it, it's a great great time. It sounds it's, like a beer geese trip to Germany. Yep, there yep, we go. You got it. You got Have it. fun with that. <laughs> and then out comes Chevy Chase and the leader. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Getting run out of That's town. That's awesome. I was just gonna say that. 
definitely you could have your own beer geeks leader hosen. Is it oh. leader hosen? Am I saying well, that Lee right? Well, Lee has leader hosen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, oh, yeah. I, I got two of them. All fact. right, well, so why do you, you sing country songs in a German I mean, accent? You should have worn them. It makes, good for, makes for good yeah. radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. got them on. No, you don't see them. <laughs> Him wearing lederhosen in here with four guys hanging out in this windowless cell. Fits right in. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Good stuff. But we're going to take a break right now. And actually, I'm feeling good. I want to give away this wonderful prize package, this glass Rammstein. Um, it's dimpled, right? It's a dim. It's a one liter. <laughs> I might even say it's it's a spotting glass. All right, it's cool. You'll like it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Put someone in a coma if you hit them in the head, though. That's not cool. Don't do that. This is not a weapon. This is a beer glass. And we got tasting beer, an insider's guide to the world's greatest drink. You want to be a winner of this, give me a call, man. Number nine, I'm going to give it to you. 1-855-777-1023. 855-777-1023. That is the number for the helophone here for the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. And I'm going to take that break, pay the bills, answer my phone call from our lucky winner, and come back and taste more of this fine beer with our fine guests and our staff here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, Sports Hub 102.3 and BC. Sports Radio. Have you been searching for the perfect engagement ring or an exquisite gift for a special occasion? Rainbow Jewelers is where you'll find it. Rainbow Jewelers, consistently voted the number one jeweler in the Wyoming Valley, has a large selection of GIA and EGL certified diamonds, engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. Rainbow Jewelers also has wedding bands, birthstone jewelry, mother's rings, all high quality at the best price. Plus, they sell citizen brand watches and offer jewelry repairs. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston. Open to Tuesday through Saturday. Attention homeowners, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans, and I have some important information for you regarding the U.S. government's Home Affordable Refinance Program, or HARP. We've told you about HARP in the past, and more than 3 million homeowners have already taken advantage of this money-saving program. But there are so many more of you who could be saving hundreds of dollars every month on your mortgage. And Quicken Loans is here to help you save your money. The home loan experts at Quicken Loans fully understand the HARP guidelines. If you weren't HARP eligible in the past, new guidelines could mean that now you are. Give us a call and we'll give you a Quicken Loans mortgage review. It's simple and easy. And for four years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Or go to quickenloans.com for a mortgage experience that's engineered to amaze. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Payment example excludes taxes and insurance calls for cost information. Equalizing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Extra, extra. Bergen Fall Fest is coming to Beer Boys in Wilkes-Barre September 21st from noon to 9 p.m. What the fuck is a frickin', friend? It's top notch, you see? It's a cask with small batch beer, infused fall flavors, and Beer Boys is going to have four of them, plus over 40 different fall beers. On-site sampling, hourly giveaways, and there's no cover. Sounds like it's going to be a real knockout. You bet. It's Sunday, September 21st from noon to 9 p.m. at Beer Boys on Washington Street in Wilkes-Barre. Use that snazzy internet contraption and visit FerkinFallFest.com for more info. I'm going to do that now. Play me off, Johnny. New members play $200 on us only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Now through September, sign up for our Players Club, play your favorite slots, and we'll cover your losses up to $200. And that's just the beginning. You'll get exclusive benefits like discounted or free rooms, great deals at our restaurants, and much more. Join today and play $200 on us only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Legendary fun. Visit MountAiryCasino.com for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're looking to get cash for your broken and unwanted jewelry, 
Go to a reputable jeweler who's been in business for a long time, not one that appeared because the price of gold went up. Bring your broken and unwanted jewelry to Rainbow Jewelers. They're professionals and deal directly with the refiner. Rainbow Jewelers will tell you what your gold's really worth and pay you what it's really worth. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston. Open Tuesday through Saturday. All right, beer geeks out there. Our good friend Joe was caller number nine. Joe, you don't need to know his last name because he wasn't supposed to be on the phone, man. He wasn't. So I didn't put your mic on yet. You don't got to point at your mic. I know I didn't put it on. I didn't put it on for a reason. He's at work, man. And yours isn't on either. Ah, ha, ha, Huey Lewis. Well, here. Yeah. I might as well. Good. Well, I'm trying to do something. Well, how about you off if my mic's not on? Exactly. Thank you very much. Drive how can through. we bust you and, and, and make you Exactly. Uh, Joe cannot be on the radio because he's working, but he's listening to the Beer Geeks. Congratulations, top secret Joe, for being our winner today on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. It's going to be a lot of fun. The rest of the show, going to hear a little bit of music as well as talk about all this fine Oktoberfest beer they have lined up for us today. Let's do it. Do it up. Continue. Well, we're continuing on. Now, this is another American. This is Sierra Nevada, who needs no introduction to anybody. This is their Oktoberfest. Um, this is actually a little bit higher. It's 6.2% alcohol. Now, the difference with what they did this year is it used to be available in six packs every year. That's how they, they ran it. This year, it is only available. They pulled back, and it is only available in their fall variety packs. So this is the only place you're going to get it, but you're going to get with that. I think the, the tumblers in there, which is also really flip sides in there. And I think they put a pale ale because that's, they put a pale ale on everything, <laughs> <laughs> which is good, but that's what they have in that. So, I mean, you're going to get all their really good beers with this, but this is a really well done version of this style. It's very malty, maintains that balance. I think the 6.2, you know, the, the little bit of beefing up in the malt really helped this one, but it has a lot of. Little caramel kind of going on, a little bit of toffee, but a really nice balance. You still get a little bit of like a floral hop kind of coming through with this yeah, one. You, on, on the end, you're getting a lot of hop bite. On, yeah. on the end, which is uh, typical of a Sierra Nevada. Yeah, I think anything it, Sierra yeah. does, it's yeah, got a little bit of hop bite on the end of it. I get more sweetness in this one than the other ones. There's like a sweet part to it. I think it's just the, the beefed up malt with this. You can even see, like, I mean, well, you can't listening, but the, the color in this... Is, is a little darker than the other ones that we've had. Yeah, we're on a copper color. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're getting, you can tell it's a little bit more of a heftier malt kind of used within this with the color vary and the, the mouthfeel out of this one. But I mean, this is, for fans of this style, this is one that you should you should really seek out. It's extremely smooth and enjoyable and 6.2%. So, you know, a little nice treat on the end of that one. Nobody wants to grab the mic while I take a Go. sip? Fine. Yeah, that's not. fine. Here you go. We think we're all sipping at I the same time. This is much more balanced. You know, thinking about this compared to the uh, to, compared to the Gordon Bearish, it's it's much more balanced. I, I'm really, really enjoying this. This is an excellent American example yeah. of, a, of an Oktoberfest with a K. <laughs> with a K. Okay. Actually, you know, looking at what we have, I don't think I have any with a C on here. The, the one I always think of, Sam Adams Oktoberfest is the one a lot of people think of when they think of Oktoberfest. That's kind of the introductory for a lot is of people. It, is, it, is that like a marketing ploy to put a K? Is there like a reason behind that? Yeah, the, the, the K is typical German. That's how they that's how they spell it. You know, Americans spell with a C. Yeah. You know, so you want to be authentic. Yeah, it, it's really... Put it, the K on there. It's kind of a marketing ploy, but it really is just the, the German spelling of October. Or October. <laughs> you have to spit a little bit when you say it. <laughs> but that, that's it, that's really the main th differentiation. I, I think some use it 
um, to kind of differentiate themselves so you know, okay, you're not getting a fully traditional German variation of this. You're going to get a little bit of an interpretation on it. No, that, that's just the, the one I always think of, like I said, is Sam Adams because he was the Oktoberfest with the C. And uh, that's the one a lot of people really are familiar with. That that version of this style is the introductory for a lot of people into the Oktoberfest beer. Well, Sam, Sam Adams makes a really good Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jim Cook actually goes over to uh, to Germany. Or is, it, or is it the Czech Republic? I forget. But he's he's very involved when the, when the hop harvest is yeah. going on. Uh, Sam Adams goes over there and they, they, get, they get command involved, the big yeah. Yeah. portion of what, what hops that they want to use for their beer. Yeah. And they, they have a, they're, they're, theirs is a very typical American interpretation of it. It's a little bit hoppier. Like if you had that side by side with like the Eyinger, you're going to get, you're going to notice that hop coming through a little bit more. It's kind of similar to this, the Sierra Nevada. This is a little bit hoppier than the, the Sam Adams one. But no, this is a very enjoyable take on this one. We're gonna we're gonna crack open another one. I gotta I gotta clean my glass with my mouth quick. Cool. Everybody sip. Everybody sipping. Mine's Everybody's enjoying. Backyard Billy. Oh, okay. They're drinking. LL Bean. What do you think about this? This beer is fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. This. I mean, you know. See, everything Sierra does is fantastic. They anything they have the they have the the golden touch. Yeah. For real? For real. Wow. For rizzle. They're kind of like the Willy Wonka of craft beer. <laughs> I mean, I, I, the the owner's Ken Grossman, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. He, yeah. he, was a, he was a... He was um, a pioneer within he's this. He's a pioneer. Since yeah. 19, early 80s, 81, oh, he got a start as a, as a home brewer, and uh, his pale ale put the brewery on the map. Yeah, they, they really... They, they grew out of a garage to become... They just... They, we were talking about off mic, too. They, they just opened a new brewery in North Carolina, so, I mean, they're... Really becoming one of the biggest craft breweries in the country. Yeah, they're they're one A one B with Sam Adams and uh, Dogfish Head. I, I'm, I, you know, I I, I believe they're they're right they're, up in there. They're up. I mean, it's always like, like Yingling still technically, and then and you have Sam Adams. Yeah, it depends on if you're going by the sales volume or yeah. the beer volume, and they yeah. they vary. Yeah, their their pale ale is about the uh, benchmark of oh, yeah. American style. For, that, for that's one that, that people sure. send out as as, yeah. as quintessential American take on any beer. But we're, we cracked open now. We moved on. This is the uh, cool. Firestone Walker. Now, this is one uh, those listening to us in the immediate era, area are not going to be able to get, but those listening online or podcast stuff might be able to find this one around. Um, Firestone Walker will be up here soon enough in our immediate area, but you can get this. You can find it around at some places. Um, if you go on to Philly, you can find it very readily available. But right outside your door right here where we are, it's, it's going to be a little bit tougher to find. But this is their Oktoberfest, uh, 5%. Now, I believe this one has... On it, yeah. This this is done as a Mertzen style, so this is gonna be a little bit more of a, a traditional take on it. And very light. It's a five percent. This is one that uh, I don't think anybody else here has had before. Mm. So we get uh, some initial reactions on everybody. Very tangy. This is this is getting into more like a, it reminds me like of a Beck's Oktoberfest. Yeah. Okay. And Beck's is pretty prominent in the. Yeah. I don't know if you've had them, but but they are very very good. Yeah. This this has a little bit more of a hot presence as well within it, but it's still. It's actually when you look, you know, if you had the color side by side the last the last one, you can. It, this is a lot clearer. You can tell it's a lot lighter, um, but it still has. I mean, Firestone Walker is another brewery that that's known to. They enjoy their hops, but they they use it. They're they're the whole point of Firestone Walker is they are a marriage of American and English. That's what the brewery is built themselves on. They have uh, one of the owners is English, one of the owners is from America. That's what their logo is. You you see the bear and the lion in California and then the. <clears throat> In England, and they have that marriage. So, I mean, to see them taking on a German style, 
is interesting because that's kind of both, you know, both that's really outside of both their wheelhouses. It's as good as uh, Lee and his German accent singing country and western songs. It's a whole combination. <laughs> it's everything you could want. Everything you could want in a beer. Well, no, it's, it's, you know, 5% too. It's really enjoyable. I mean, it fits right up there. If, if uh, A session beer, Freddie, a session beer. I know. I bet you was, guys are just going to bust my ass if I say that it's a session beer, so I'm not going to say it's a session beer. We haven't beer. heard in a while. I just wanted to make you feel I'm cool. sorry you missed it. I don't need to hear any <laughs> Huey Lewis music. I'm good. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, what do you guys think of this one? What do you think, Billy? It's the greatest beer I ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a little, it's a little zesty. I, you know, yeah. it's got a little hop zest to it. Yeah. It's, it's much, much cleaner finishing than the, the Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. Yeah. It's a lot lighter in color. It's, I wouldn't say as, as, as balanced as that one either. But um, the, the thing that I, it has oak, Oktober. And is it is it aged in oak, Derek? As, as far or? as I know, from what I've seen, like there, there's. I think they just no. That was the name they went with. They just fooled. Unless us. I, I mean, you know what? I have the Google machine in front of me, but yeah, I, we'll I, Google it. I uh, I don't believe that they did with. Uh, and they have the Firestone's really known for using a lot of barrel aging stuff. Like that's what the, a lot of their beers are. They have uh, that system in place with everything. Let's see. The, You're no. Nope. Here we you, go. Okay, I'm gonna read right here. Beer is 100 stainless steel and gets the name Oktoberfest as an ode to our home down or hometown, Paso Robles. So, which is Spanish for Pass of the Oaks. So that's uh-huh. that's where it comes from. That's why I, I remember I had looked that up when I saw it too because I wanted to see if it was. But there, because you don't really get there's no oak presence. So I'm wondering yeah. like why. But uh, yeah, that, there you go. That's what it's. I from. have to say, this is the very uh, attractive packaging on oh, here. Yeah, very they, nice label. Uh, has the uh, Bavarian flag, the uh, the blue and white checked, uh, which is, I guess, the traditional Bavarian, uh, Bavarian colors. Yeah. Yep. Bavarian colors. Bavarian colors is the blue and uh, the white checked. Okay, which is on their flag. You've seen that. I noticed this particular beer. It's it's very golden in color. Yeah. But I, I noticed the head dissipated like pretty rapidly on it. Yeah. yeah. It didn't hang. It like didn't we hang around the nice other ones. Yeah. Head hanging on that. Uh, Usually that nice iron. creamy lingering, yes. almost like yeah, meringue this, this type. This went yeah. down pretty quick. Yeah. I think I, a lot of that, I think, is just, it is much more. I mean, Firestone Walker is a California brewery, so they're West Coast, and a lot of West Coast breweries, as we saw with Sierra Nevada, like hops. No matter what it is, they, they enjoy putting hops into things. It's hop forward and on the finish, too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's, if you were a service to a German, they probably would not be very happy. Um, if you were well, if you were to serve to a German and tell them it's an Oktoberfest, yeah, they'd yeah, probably yeah, not yeah, be very yeah, happy. Yeah. And uh, because that's just, but that's what you know. A lot of people make the argument about Germany kind of starting to fall behind in the the beer world because they're very steadfast, holding on to the Reinheitsgebot. Like this is all we do. We do not do anything different. And there are great traditional breweries. There are very traditional styles that are very enjoyable to always go back to. But they're not uh, pushing anything forward as far as beer and, and you know, experimentation or things like that. That's not what they're. They, they mean, Germans. I, I hate stereotype, but Germans are a, a brood that that very much fall in line with their stereotype. They, they stick with their style. Yes, the, the style they have perfected it. Everybody tries to emulate that particular style. Okay, but they they all start. Yeah, falling off a little bit, like you you see with the West Coast beers here, where it's more hop forward, hop hop on the end. There's a theirs is more balanced, but now as, actually over in Austria or some of the you know the German speaking countries over there, they are starting to do a lot of craft beer. Okay, yeah. so you're going to see that a lot coming out. Yeah, they're they're 
I, I, it's going to be interesting to see what, what breweries uh, still hold on to that or how they differentiate because there's so much moving over into there. You know, with, with breweries that are getting out there that are like the gypsy brewers like McKellar and all these people that are going around to other breweries making other people aware of things. I think they're all, there will always be a demand for traditional oh, yeah. style beers. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's not something where... You know, Polliner or yeah, they're not Francis is going to try to go. Yeah. No, they're not going to disappear by any means. It, it's not like you know our mass-marketed beer that's kind of on the decline. It's not going to go anywhere near no. that. But I do think that Lee should bring bring some uh, beers from over there, craft beers, and that's part <laughs> of the world over to us for the show oh, next yeah, time we well, visit. Uh, <laughs> I, I have some stored away in the basement. <laughs> That's what I want to hear, buddy. <laughs> Got to always have the rations ready to go when you want to kick back and enjoy that specific brew. Right, Billy Boy? That's it. All right. You know, I just, I think it's absolutely amazing when you, when you think about, you know, the Reinheitsgebacht and four, four ingredients are able mm-hmm. to produce such different flavors. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, for those who don't know, <laughs> the Reinheitsgebacht is, uh, Water, barley, hops, and yeast. Those yep. are the, the four things that you ha- that, that you can only use in a beer if, if you are following that traditional German guidelines of what you're going to do with it. That's what That's we're, we're talking because the king wanted good beer. He didn't want this yeah. beer to be well, bad. It was, it was funny because when it first started, they didn't even have yeast included because they didn't understand it. They didn't it. understand a, it. A it was all, of, yeah. It was magic. Yeah, <laughs> it was all magic. A yeah. lot of them, you know, had a, they thought it was a magic stick that they used in the beer, and, and it had, that's what imparted everything. Outstanding. Guys, we're going to take a break, pay some bills here. You got my head spinning like a carousel being operated by a guy on crack right now. <laughs> uh, that is a fact. Billy Boy Love. <laughs> is that funny? That was very accurate. Uh, you know, was bingo. Funny? Bingo. You should write a book. comedy at the backyard? Why am oh. I not hosting a late night <laughs> oh, or some yeah. kind of gig at the backyard making some more money? Because we, we, we like Freddy. our customers. Huh? <laughs> 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 no, I love you, man. All right, thanks. Yeah, high five. <laughs> if you're going to high five, high five Huey Lewis. That That's was it. great. Come on. All right, man. Um, all this Germany's got me. All this Germany talk. Oktoberfest has me wanting to listen to the Scorpions. Can't live without you from the Blackout <laughs> album. My favorite album by the Scorpions here. The Sports of 102.3 NBC Sports Radio.
right, we're back. A little bit of Scorpions action there. Can't beat that with a wooden stick or lick it with a nine-inch tongue. This is the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on Sports Hub 102.3 EMBC Sports Radio. I am the insignificant, significant one. I am the ODWB. It's a great show today talking about Oktoberfest. Great people in the studio. Makes for a great show every time. And I think... To shut the hell up a little bit. Freddie, how come we'll we're not playing any uh, Ram, Ramstein? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any offhand to play. I would have given you some. I know you would have. Yeah, I have their entire back catalog. Uh, what do you have? Like, you have Ramstein music? Yeah. You really do? Yeah, I really do. What, Huey Lewis does the best of Ramstein? No, thank you. <laughs> Ooh, that would be a good... Do, do a Huey See, Lewis you know, covers in vein of Ramstein. That's all right. The quarterback almost fumbled his headphones here. <laughs> <laughs> I, almost tripped, I almost tripped and went down for a loss. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? Billy's done enough shows in a row now. At the time, the show actually starts. Plus, he does have his own earbuds. <laughs> He's That's impressive. Up. That's impressive. <laughs> Once you have your own earbuds and you come to do beer geeks, you're allowed let's, to let's make have technical. Let's start closing the bar, Fred. <laughs> you can come make on. Technical <laughs> reference to other people's uh, situation and setup here. Well, the show. You know. I'll come down and close the bar. I'm, That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want See, that? Being that you're not about really. Your no, no, no. You're. You guys are welcome all the time. Oh, Anytime. Thanks, man. So. That was like just interesting. That. I mean, the quarterback actually was like, <laughs> I it was it like there was a rush coming. You did. It was a bad snap, you, it was but a I got great it. recovery. <laughs> Damn centers. Oh, great. We got all these football uh, analogies. What the hell? We're on a sports station. Yeah, that's this, right. this is what keeps us legit. <laughs> it's the place I'm the to most do it. at home. We got sports and beer. Come on. How can it be oh, better? Oh, that's funny as heck. All right. What are, what are, what are we closing we're, out we're, here uh, with? We got we have, ten we have, nine minutes left. Eight well, we minutes, got actually. two of them that fit in. Well, one of them we started on while we're doing the Scorpions. This first one we have, this is from Ninkasi. Now, this is a brewery that's that's very limited availability, but uh, those who have this beer absolutely love it. They, they, they're they very spot on with their interpretations of style when they go for something. This is their first year of doing their Oktoberfest, and uh, all of us have had a sip, and all of us love this one. This is a really, really solid. It's so well balanced. Yeah. It's really nice. And it's it's 5.9%, I believe this one is. It's a little bit higher. Um, but I mean, it's it's very very well balanced, spot on. Uh, everything I have had from Ninkasi, I've absolutely loved. And the, and those who are lucky to get this at a, a readily available outside their their door, you should be taking advantage of this one. Freddie is brewed in Eugene. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's brewed in Eugene, Oregon. Oh, Eugene, Oregon. Just trying to help you out, buddy. I like Oregon. As our good friend Eugene, who comes down here sometimes. Oh yeah, that's where he was going with that one. Eugene. <laughs> he don't like when I call him Eugene. <laughs> I, oh, I know. It's <laughs> but it's his name. I'm like, your name's Eugene. Eugene. <laughs> he just doesn't like it when you say it beforehand well, that's a, and That's after. the kind of name that you, you pull your glasses down and look over someone at them and go, Eugene. Yeah. If you look over <laughs> and I'd trouble. be like, yeah, here's trouble. the deal. We're talking about Chef Gene Philbin, right? <clears throat> Are we talking about Gene? Uh-huh. Oh, good, because I didn't want to be talking about the wrong gene and they get beat up with a baseball bat. <laughs> no, we're talking about Gene the dancing machine. I like this guy, but then again, I like hemorrhoids now. Oh, my God. All right, we got to stop here. It's really one sentence, the show derails. Thank you. I'm here all week. Let's go. Do you hear us jump into that at the same time? The Gong Show is one of my favorite shows of all time. All right, I'm going to stop with this talk about beer. I'm turn my mic off. Our, our Ninkasi Oktoberfest. We're not gonging this one. We're drinking. That's right. Yeah, you're drinking this one. What do you guys think of this one? I don't think you need to be a CIA, CIA spy to, <laughs> <laughs> to say that it's good. 
No, it's very, very tasty. It's a, you know, actually of all the Americans, one, uh, you know, Oktoberfest we've tried, I would say this is probably the most accurate example of one. It's a, it's a lot more mild. Okay, you're not getting all that hop forward, hop finish. Very, very nicely balanced. All the way through, too. From, all all yeah. the way through. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice uh, golden color on it. Like, like a, almost like a yellow gold. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because we get the high like we saw like Sierra Nevada was six point two. This is five nine, but the color variations you can tell the difference with the the malt that they used. And uh, we just cracked open our final one now. <laughs> As Derek Ooh, takes a deep the, breath, uh, the, the ballast point. Boy, I, I know this one. Uh, boy, this, this, this is the darkest of. Uh, yeah, all this of is them, a very yeah. dark yep. one. Then this is actually one. This is the first year they've had it in bottles. This is the Ballast Point Dead Ringer. Um, Ballast Point is, you know, one of my favorite breweries that I love. Like, we were talking off air. Like one, Last night, my little nightcap was their Victory at Sea, which I adore that beer and look forward to it every year. And uh, if you haven't had it, f- oh, get that beer. Uh-huh. But th- this is the first year they've put Dead Ringer into bottles. It was always uh, an exclusive draft only, and they, they actually put it out in 22-ounce bottles this year, and it's, it's going to be hitting pretty soon around here. You're going to be able to find this one. Um, but no, Ballast Point... Is you know they're very well known for their sculpin. That's what they've they've really hit their their name. They're with. an IPA brewery. Yeah. A lot of different IPAs variations. Yeah. and they do them all extremely extremely well. I'm I'm getting more of a woody earthy yeah, uh, just wow. taste uh, taste on this one. Nice, very, very very good though. Yeah, this this is much more of a you get some toffee, some caramel, much more malty. It's it's dark amber in color. Yeah. It's almost it's almost approaching brown. Yeah, yeah it's almost getting to that brown ale kind of color. Rich with but smooth. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 this is a six percent as well. Um, it's a little bit heavier. And the Dead Ringer label has a has a skeleton that's yeah, partying next to a I, river I love, somewhere. I love their their artwork that they yeah. put on their stuff. Is this Grateful <laughs> Dead influenced? Absolutely. No, not, yes. Come on, is, I don't know is, if all their is, stuff if there's is. any other kind. Yes. Yeah, they're all their stuff. I don't think is. They're not. Uh, there's some breweries that are you know hippie type breweries, but uh, they they don't uh, have everything that way. But you know, have, I'm a recovering deadhead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a recovering hippie. I'm recovering from the dead. As <laughs> I don't care what kind of music you like or what you drink, man. Nothing like a good Grateful Dead show, man. Come on. Definitely. Now you got me all wanting to shake my bones. <laughs> and that's not good because I'm that's, driving with the wife afterwards. Hey, we do have the Chug Band tonight Damn. at the box. So. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, really? Let's throw in some more plugs around shake here. Shake your bones. Yeah. I might get a picture <laughs> of you, Philly. <laughs> Mayor of downtown Scranton, Billy. <laughs> Johnny, cool. pa- Johnny, pass that down here. There you take, go. Let me take a peek at that. Thanks. Yeah, ba- Ballast Point, uh, I, they're another brewery that I can say I have never had a bad beer from them. Uh, everything that they do is, you know, if they're going for an aggressive IPA, they hit it. If they're going for a balanced IPA, they hit it. If they're going for a fantastic Imperial Stout with our Imperial Porter with the Victory at Sea, uh, I love that. And if those who have had that, I'm sure you're nodding along because I have never heard a single person say, I didn't like that one. Um, they they just everything that they do is just so good. And this is another, you know, I I actually when I first because I had, this is another one I hadn't had. I was expecting it to be a little more hop forward. This is the smoothest, creamiest yeah. one we've had today because of it. You know, being like they're another West Coast brewery, I was expecting a little bit of a hop bite to it. Perfectly balanced, really creamy, really smooth. Um, another one I will say, like, you know, we were talking about before the head retention that didn't stick around too long on this one. As you know, some of the other traditional Oktoberfest, but I don't care. <laughs> I got a lot of lace on my glass. There's, there's a lot of yeah. lacing yeah. behind, yeah. but there, there's go. not uh, there's not too much like it doesn't stick around with that long, lingering head. But there's some really nice lacing on this. But no, it's, it's what is lacing? Lacing is like the little uh, cobweb 
that you have left on the glass. Yeah. <laughs> I just assume everybody knows what lacing I, yeah, is. I thought, I thought I'd I'm a beer lingerie. snob. <laughs> I'm a beer snob. And That's I, just the beer geeks, man. And when <laughs> Jack Rents If you don't me, know, then just change the station. This when, is your <laughs> when Jack Rents from Jack's Northeast Music offered me a warm Amstel light, I made this. <laughs> it looked like I bit into I a lemon. I drank it and I smiled and said, thank you. Okay? His, his nose sharpened so mm-hmm. quick and went up into the air. We had to cut him out of the <laughs> Drop ceiling. Was it like the Pinocchio commercial? It just shot out. I would literally you like to potential. Have, you have potential. Thank you for offering me the warm Amstel light. This will be quite refreshing. <laughs> That's was, pretty much how right, it was. Let me, let me preface that with it was trunk aged Amstel light. Trunk aged. Trunk yeah. aged. Special edition. <laughs> well, if you do it right, I hear it, it does a beer good. Oh, I'm sure. All right. I'm sure of it. All right. You got a minute. Got a minute. If we want to talk about this beer, what's going on with it, how you feel about it, I know everybody's enjoying it. it. Which one did everybody like the most? That's what I was going to say. What what was everybody's favorite? I'm going to pick the Eyinger. Traditional German right up the front. Nice and creamy. Held ahead the whole time. What do you think, Belly? Do you have a favorite? Yeah, I have to go with the Sierra October. That was, was, uh, for me, uh, my favorite of the day, even though the Eyinger is probably the, you know, the most traditional of them all, but got to go with the Sierra. I might, I might do the Iinger also. I mean, I, because it's more traditional. But I do the Ninkasi was very good. That's too. A, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of torn between the Ninkasi and actually the the Ballast Point because I actually really enjoy this one because it's, it's really smooth. But the Ninkasi was really really good, and uh, I really enjoyed the Iinger. I think it's also because you had it a million times. Yeah, I've yeah. had it that's before. A, that's what, it's, it's, yeah. what's kind of makes it tough. When you have new things on your palate, and you can taste yeah. them. It's kind of nice. The, the Iinger, I know this week I was I did the PA Live thing. I had the Oktoberfest, and I brought some Iinger on. That was the one behind the scene. Everybody was going off by because they hadn't had that before. And folks, and, that just goes to show you got four people. We got yeah. four different beers that we like. That right. everybody's flavor and palates are different. So if we say something's great, doesn't matter. If we say something not so great, you might love it. So yeah, just, make sure you try just them don't all. hate on them if they. As make I said, it. as I said last week. Just a jack off. I mean, who cares? <laughs> yeah. You know, somebody came up to me. Oh, you were saying this. First of all, I wasn't saying nothing. I was coordinating the people that were saying it. All right. And annoying them. That's what I do. That's what I live to do. And I enjoy it very much. Very and, oh, it tastes like blah, blah. Well, that's his tongue. That's his palate. Talk to him about it. They're just suggestions that we make. And we give you information about cool things that are going on. And other people around here that might have an interest in craft beer or craft beer brewing like you do. And you can hook up with them. Talk to them on Facebook, whatever. And get some stuff going on and have some fun with this fine art. And it is a fine art. Mm-hmm. And if you're a business that knows how to, you know, contain that fine art and make it into the form of entertainment and nourishment. You got the Backyard Ale House in downtown Scranton. Oh, another shameless... Hey, man. (laughs) It's all good stuff. Don't step in Scranton without stepping into the Backyard Ale House in downtown Scranton. Make it happen. Thank you much, uh, very much, Backyard Billy, for being here once again. Always having great pleasure with you. Dirty Derek, we knocked it out with some cool uh, choices this week. We did. We're going to get this show up. Uh, I've been getting them up, actually, Sunday or Monday. I've been getting them pretty quickly put up there so you can find us in the podcast you know beergeeksradio.com or shoot on over to iTunes and search for us make it happen and make requests on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour Facebook like Derek was saying and uh, Dr. Johnny Blindside always a good time man hanging out with you great time and we want to thank Lee for being here today with us Lee you were fabulous man thank you very much ticky tacky ticky tacky that was awesome man good times you can always stop in and see um, Dr. Johnny Blindside and be hanging out at exit 190 Beer Deli Main Street in Dixon City, all kinds of good stuff there. Make that happen. Uh, For the rest of you, 
consider yourselves dealt with. Enjoy your psychotic Saturday. So many sporting events going on in this area. It's going to be a blast. I'm off to Connecticut, baby, or my wife's going to kill me. Once again, you're dealt with. Goodbye for the Beer Geeks Radio, um, whatever we do here, Radio Hour. Auf Wiedersehen.